The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, November 16, 2019, live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's a day that will live in infamy. It's episode 501 as we are now the most episodes of a cigar post ever. Uh, my personal expectation uh, was for this to happen, and it happened, so now what? Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. I remember back in the day you saying, if, if we could just get to 501. That's it, because somebody that. was 500. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast, awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is now the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. There we go. So we're off and running. We just did it. Congratulations, 501. We are the champions of the world. You're the only one that's been here for all 501. Jonathan and I have a while to go to set a record of our own. That's it. So whatever you guys have to do. Uh, But today we are really going to uh, decide... And people are saying, oh, this is, this is uh, you're just scamming us or whatever. No, we have to make a final decision whether to keep going because we did what I, I did what I wanted to do. So everybody has a thing of what, what do you want to go? What do you want to do? That was my thing. I did it. You accomplished your goal. Uh, yes, there are other goals. There is 10 years to come up. There is uh, um, 10 years, 10 years two, two months, months, which is which somebody's goal. You know, in marriage, you don't even celebrate the 10-year. You go 10, 10 years, years, two months. Yeah, no, somebody has uh, a show 10 years and two months or something. Maybe it was them. It, it was, was Doc. It yeah. was Doc Stogie first. Which, by the way, you never heard from them, huh? They never no. showed and stuff. They're dead to us. Anyway. Yeah, they didn't even offer <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> so wrong. Uh, speaking of congratulations, the crew of Sammy B's Construction yes, made us a cake because that's, of course, what Three they do. Cakes. Yeah. Three cakes. It's uh, a five, a zero, and a one for, to celebrate 501. So anyone in the studio audience, there's plates, there's utensils. They are the Help same yourself people. To the cake. They are the same construction company that made the eight anniversary Correct. cake. Correct. Yes. And also <laughs> built the studio yes. and did the, uh, did the renovations downstairs. Yep. Um, so welcome back, Mr. Jonathan. Thank you, you. You missed a uh, unbelievable show, if I must say so yeah, myself. I thought it was one of our best I'm episodes. I'm pretty sure I was on that show because I was talked about for more than half of the show. You were like I the Donald Trump of the of you know just nonstop. It wasn't even it wasn't even just Barry either. You brought in Tommy Grella, the big guns. Yeah, and he took some even, shots. Even Chuck threw one at yeah, you. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. I was <laughs> gentleman gonna, Chuck threw it at you too. I was going to pretend that didn't happen. He's like, really? Didn't he see this coming? Five hundred episode. It was coming yeah. a mile away. I he, said, hey, cut me to the quick, Chuck. So did you take more shots on the show, or did you take more shots when you were dancing with men? Uh, Bada boom! <laughs> I got a mailbag that's going to address that later, parents. Uh, anyway, 501, it's what I wanted to accomplish, and today we're going to get into uh, should we, could we, do we continue, if so, how long. I want your input, and uh, during the show, I will make the final decision, and as you know how it works here, the final decision is the final decision, and then everybody's job is to prove me right that that decision was the right decision, 
whether you believe it's the right decision. I've been on the right. receiving end of that many times. Yeah. So I'm, I'm prepared. You know uh, how this can works. Can we stop bloviating and light up a cigar? Let's Is light up possible? a cigar in celebration. And, and I chose this cigar. Yes, you did. Because I think it's a real celebration cigar. Yep. And this cigar is the Padron Siri 1926, 80 years. And it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Padron Cigars. This size is a six and three quarter by 52 box pressed Perfecto. And it's a Nicaraguan Puro. And it looks like we're smoking the natural. No, this is the Maduro. This is the Maduro. Yeah, it is. I don't even think we carry the natural in this. Uh, look how much lighter mine is compared to yours. Would you like a darker one? before? Or you cut yours. I'm not doing it. So you cut in advance, so yeah, you, you lose. Have, you already you have it. the darker Hey, it's the last show. All, all deals are off? All deals are off. Uh, it's a Nicaraguan Puro. And a single cigar will set you back $32.50, while a box of eight is $259.99. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, Guys Cigars. So how much, how much is 30? $32.50. Well, thanks, Dave. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. $32 it's cigar. A, it's a parting it. gift. Yeah. You know, every time I smoke this particular Padron, I say, why don't I smoke this particular Padron more often? Because it is different than the others. I think it's one of the best ones they make. I'm more of a 1964 guy than a 26, when, except for when it comes to the 80th Maduro. Very special cigar for me. It's time to cut the cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So you guys don't uh, you guys don't have groupies, but I do. I've got uh, Kenneth Scott here yes. in the audience cheering me on for five hundred one and heckling as well <laughs> via sign language. Thank you, dance partners. <laughs> See that middle finger's for you. <laughs> you done mess with the wrong cat. He'll cut you. Cold drawer, Swiss Miss, mm. hot chocolate it's with chocolate. the marshmallows. Before you put it in the water. Yeah. And uh, and Barnyard. That's his maiden name. My, uh, my palate is so clean right now. I went the whole week without smoking a single really? cigar. The really? Whole week. First time hearing this. Complete reset on my palate. And I've, I've had a couple of cigars since... You know, because I'm back now, so I had it. Well, I gave you a pile today. for Cigar Journal coming up, so. <laughs> yeah, you did, but my yeah. palate is so on point right now. Chocolate, though. Definitely chocolate. Always there's also is. an underlying, there's an underlying barnyard, which is something that you want, especially coming out of Nicaragua. You want to know that that tobacco has been fermented properly, and of course, it's Padron, it has. Yeah. All right, we're going to light our cigar today with the Black Label Flat Flame, the Black Label Flat Flame. This is the original one. Even though it's Black Label, it still has the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You got a flip top, and this is a protective mechanism so the lighter can never ignite in your pocket. You draw the igniter down, and there you have it, the Flat Flame. You paint it on. You that is paint the this on to you. Black Label Flat Flame for $99.99. Wasn't there something that you hold it like this and now it becomes there a stand it, it or something? It becomes a cigar rest, yes. It becomes a cigar, its own cigar rest. Huh? Pretty cool. All right. And this has the little teat on the end of it, so it's easy, the real nipple. quick light. Yes. It's a nipple. So I invented the patented Vertigo big-ass tank is what you premised last week yes and you invented the padrone teat yes <laughs> this is your sales pitch yeah. on it you're gonna light the nipple yeah 
You love this shit, don't you? I love this shit. That was Mr. George Padron. And you do love this shit. I do. Um, so we started on March 31st, 2010, and I did some math, and I counted every single week. We didn't miss, miss one week. We did not. Maybe you missed some weeks and things, but- But as a show, we did not. We did not. 506 weeks ago. So this is really 507, but we're missing some shows, and we know one of them that we had- There was a problem. It went live, and it never recorded, so that's gone, and we actually can't find that. And then me and Ed started digging through some old stuff, and we found some old stuff. Really? We found five or six missing shows. It may even be more than that. That these things have not been seen, and went through a couple of them, and there's some interesting stuff. So, How the hell? What, where did you find those, Ed Sullivan? Uh, this was on an old, abandoned Cigar Authority channel. So they they were out there, but people weren't going to that YouTube yes. channel. And oh, there, okay. And there was some old stuff from trade shows and things like that, little clips and stuff. But there was a few shows that were there, and I'm like, oh my god, I remember this, I remember this, and so we have them. And every once in a while, I think on the Cigar Authority, we just drop, drop some in. drop some old stuff Especially on. Especially if we're not doing the show anymore right. to keep people going. Yeah. So when you're watching reruns and stuff, all of a sudden there'll be a rerun that'll never what? that you never saw before. It'll be easier than doing a whole new show. I'll just you know what I love one. about Ed Sullivan is when he makes up his mind, he's buying into something. He is full bore, full steam ahead. He's in. I'm in. He's in. Whatever our decision is, I'm in. <laughs> so I find this so weird that people are saying, no, there's no way you're going to stop this. Th this is the thought in your head that this is going to go, what the hell are we talking about? This is fake. Are you asking me or are you telling no, me? No, I'm telling you what you think. This you're is telling me what I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you what you think. Okay. And what a lot of people think. It, it, was, it reminds me of when I was on the State House steps and I said, I'll close all three stores down. And start all over again and everybody's saying to me it makes the newspaper and everything and everybody's saying you're not going to close these down and i said if they do this i'm going to close them down and they did it and i closed them down and right. everybody's like what the hell see you got to be kidding me Pe so people what underestimate how volatile you are no, no no what dave's trying to do right now is he's trying to bait me into making it so it's okay for him to cancel the show is what he's trying to do. It is okay for he's, me to do it. He's trying <laughs> to make it so that I'm going to say you're never going to do it so there, that now he has to do there it. There was something I well, want to accomplish. Biting. I'm not biting. What else? I'm not fighting you on it. Okay. Do whatever you want to do. Anyway, I'm, uh, hoping, you're gonna, I'm hoping you pull the plug. You're not scaring me. I know you are. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> follow us on thecigarauthority.com to get those old episodes no matter what. They'll, yeah. they'll pop up or whatever. Um, and now- They're going to go up on YouTube, right? Or will it be YouTube and the- I can embed them onto thecigarauthority.com. Yeah, I'll coordinate with Barry. We'll make stuff happen. But you're going to just do the video, or is it going to be video and audio? We haven't discussed it. We could uh, whatever. There's old shows out there. It, the audio may be out there. I got a double. The check only it. person okay. and the only person that would have saw these shows would be our next guest that we have coming up right now. We have a guest. We have a guest. It's very exciting. He was on the first episode. He probably didn't miss any. I'm going to ask him that question in a second. But all the way from Canada that was there for episode number one and probably saw these old episodes that nobody else did. There's another reason to quit. <laughs> there we go. We'll help Rudy get a life. There we go. <laughs> Rudy, <laughs> are you there? 
Hello. Hi. So here's Rudy from Canada, who, for some odd reason, on episode one that I had my wife watch, and maybe you had your wife watch, or maybe even not, right? I think my wife did no, watch she, it. No, she wouldn't have sat through it. No way. Yeah. There was a guy there, and what, what was your name then? Vinny DeSalvo. Vinny DeSalvo. Vinny DeSilvio. DeSilvio, oh, De De sorry. Uh, yeah, DeSalvo was the... Um, Boston uh, Strangler was DeSalvo. I don't know if you know that, but that's who DeSalvo Well, no, was. I don't. Yeah. I'm not familiar with it. Ah, he was the Boston Strangler, or who everybody thought was the Boston Strangler, which is another uh, whole thing. But anyway, we were scratching our head and saying, there's somebody listening here, and it was months and months later that we figured out that person wasn't even, no, never mind that wasn't even his name, <laughs> but he wasn't even from around here. But he was from Canada. That's and, right. And, uh, you know, I was saying he probably speaks Canadian and doesn't even know what we're saying. Maybe that, that was about it. But then they tell me Canadian isn't even a language. Well, it, it kind of is because we, we have our own dialect and, and stuff like that. Okay. So how did you find us at the beginning? You know what? I'm trying to remember. I must have seen a post on Facebook of, you know, maybe somebody shared it or something, and it was just something like the Cigar Authority is coming. Yeah, I put, I put a press release out that we were doing this, but nobody picked up, picked up on it except ourselves. So, um, Shocker. Yeah, shocker, <laughs> which happens a lot, happens a lot. Uh, but, but there you were, and as time went on, you stayed there, which, uh, why is that? <laughs> well, it's like Barry said, I don't, don't really have much of a life, especially on Saturdays. It's either and, the cigar uh, authority or moose tipping. Ah, <laughs> and it was, what? it was the kind of show you guys have that just kept me watching. I'll tell you the scariest text I ever got in my entire life is I get a text from Rudy out of nowhere. I I don't have his number saved in my phone at the time. This was early on, maybe episode eight. And he texted me a question and I said, who is this? And he said, it's Rudy from Canada. And I replied, who? And he yeah. goes, Vinny <laughs> DeSilvio. <laughs> ah, all right. All right. But he's we, in my phone. It's Rudy from Canada. Yeah. Why, why were you Vinny from, uh, why were you a different name? Well, you know, I, um, I was more into mob culture back then than I am now, but I still am. Uh, and I just wanted to come up with a name that sounded uh, like a guy in the mob. Okay, it did. It did. And so Vinny DeSilvio, there you go. So we said, okay, we got a problem here. But I thought he was a guy from down in the neighborhood or something, but it turned out to be a guy up in Canada. It didn't make any sense. And um, it, was, it was great that we got to meet. Uh, I love that. Um, yes, me too. So since you listened to the show, did you turn other cigar smokers onto this and say, hey, you got to listen to this? Yeah, as many people as possible. You know, if somebody's looking for a podcast or, or any information on cigars, I mentioned the Cigar Authority. How many other people are near you? Because you're in Canada. So there's about what population of six. Yeah, we think differently. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Remember we used to say, oh, they don't have Christmas over the air. <laughs> we didn't used to say that. You yeah, used to say that. <laughs> I used to be so afraid that he would offend you, Rudy, because he went hard at you for a solid year. <laughs> like, you're trying to make our which, most loyal listener quit. Which was my wife. Like, I'd, I'd say things to you that was one of the few listeners that were there. And my wife would be, why are you taunting him or something? He's like the only guy you got out there. And I said, I don't know. Maybe he likes it because there he is again. <laughs> we'd, we'd be looking at it. You know, there's yeah. six people. Okay, we get eight people. We hit double digits, 10 people. Um, it was so interesting. The, the, you know, I'm do, doing all this thinking back of, of the old days, 500 episodes again. Do you think you, you saw most of the shows? I've seen every one. Every one. Not necessarily on Saturday. There have been a couple where I've had to watch them later. But, yeah, I've seen every one. There's not many to have. I've seen every one. I've either been on it or I don't miss it if I – the three times I missed it. Did you watch, uh, Jonathan? You I didn't watch, watch but, but uh, you listened to I it. I listened to it. All right. Yeah. I, I knew what I was missing when so, it came to watching. So me and Ed found uh, a handful of old shows that – you. Know, and some of them go back. So these are going to be ones that not a lot, a lot of people saw or listened to. We'll end up putting it on there. But you're one of the guys that ended up doing it. But I, we watched a little of each one yeah. to see what it was. And uh, it was interesting, right? Interesting, yes. <laughs> Good word. <laughs> yeah, not the great. Uh, Rudy, do you think we've improved? Or this was the show right from the get-go? Oh, there's, there's no question. There's been lots and lots of improvement. And I know that you guys constantly work on the show because there's things that change from show to show. Even um, the first ones, you know, they were a little rough. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Thanks for your kind <laughs> words. And that's a nice way. A little is an understatement. Yeah, no, we didn't but know. I what... think you guys are real pros now. Yeah. I don't know about that, but um, have you learned stuff about cigars or is it that you got to know the characters on the show and this is, this is the part of it, or is it a learning type thing? Like maybe, maybe I pull something out of this. Well, there's, there's no question that a lot of what I look for in the show is the, the, the chat and kind of just the atmosphere of being in a cigar shop. But I've, I've learned quite a bit over the years. Yes. That was Jonathan's uh, thing as we got going. I mean, it was, I wanted to provide information and education. And as we got going, Jonathan would always say, just be guys hanging out in the, uh, that's who we in are. the cigar lounge. Cause that's who we are. Right. And I'm like, eh, you know, we should be more professional than that. And uh, he was right. I mean, it, it, I wanted to go in a certain direction, and as we were, I was trying to do that. It was, you know, how much material can I possibly provide? And can then, we mark the tape on that? Because uh, I've, I've been working it was, for it was Dave brutal. for eight years, and uh, this is the first time he said that I was right. No, I'd like to pull it, that audio later. You, you saw it went that way, it, but it definitely improved. Yeah, well, it went your way of the way you want it, you wanted to go. Jonathan's big thing was you got to stop with this day in classic history. Stop this. Stop this all the way through. Yeah, it's a, solid, it's a solid segment. Yeah. I'll say it. Dave, you were right. Okay. doesn't even pain me to say it. Um, here it does. <laughs> Not at all. He signs the paycheck. And, and Rudy, <laughs> when you go on, where do you, where do you watch the show? On what device? Uh, what thing? I watch it on, um, on my TV, actually, on my YouTube app on my TV. 
from the Canadian Smoking Lounge. How long do you have to have the squirrel run on the wheel <laughs> to power the battery to be able to watch an entire show? Oh, it's not just one squirrel anymore. We've got five. Wow. <laughs> really stepping go. your game up, kid. What uh, size TV do you have us on? Uh, 55. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm really large. Large and in charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wait. On that size TV, it's going to look like I have Hulk Hogan's bicep. So you you watched last week when we brought, down, brought in the uh, old timers, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was good. It was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. You missed it, and almost made me want to continue. What do you What do you think of you know with the old guys and us guys? So that was everybody who's ever been on the show between today and yesterday. I mean, last week and this week. Um, who's your guy? You got to pick one. Oh boy, go ahead. You can say it. Well, on on the survey. I did say it was Mr. John. I know you did. Thanks, buddy. I know you did. And if you had to vote somebody off the island, who would you vote <laughs> off the island? <laughs> Bye, Barry. <laughs> pick me, pick I, I, do, I think I would rather vote myself off the island. He's a good guy. He's yeah. a good guy. He's a good. But, yeah, you've been uh, the guy to stick up for Mr. Jonathan. And I'll tell you, Jonathan takes a lot of hits on this thing. From my own people. <laughs> yeah. But at the beginning, he was only the producer. You barely talked. We listened to some of, some of the old stuff in there and barely a word or two out of you. And then when you became in there, early on, you were getting some shots for some odd reason and stuff. And you said, that's okay. I like I'll it. be that guy. If, if they do this, this is okay. See, so. Ed Sullivan is so much better than I am because in the early days, I remember sweating through my clothes, being so nervous, pushing the button. And the early times, we didn't have a way to know if we had gone live you just had to trust the computer. Yeah. If it happened. Because it, well, there was no app on your phone to be you, able to test it. Were you there with the seven TV radio stations? Yep. Early on with Chuck. So seven seven stations, seven radio stations go live as we're going on live with everything else. And we have no idea. And we'd go to break. And I'd go to <laughs> the app of each radio station to see if we're playing on there. And this is why it fell apart, because I'd go on, and all of a sudden, I'd hear some hockey game playing on one. And I'm like, what the hell happened? We got bumped. Well, what's worse than that is the very first – this is why we had to move the show to, from 10 to 12, and it became 12 to, to 2, because we used to have to take the first hour – Cut it while yes. we're on commercial break yes. and send that file to the radio station using you send it while we're doing a show. Yeah. And then they would fill in their four own. minutes in between to do to do this. Oh, uh, it was uh, on your dial up line. Oh, it was brutal. <laughs> no, we actually had we had VPN at one point. Yeah. That's how we ended up going. Yeah, ISDN. ISDN, yes. They were all using that's that. what I meant. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that's what we had to do. And we had to pay a lot of money every week. Oh, to, it was dinner. expensive. Yeah, I think $180 or something. Plus the two grand to have it installed. Yeah. Which is at the right, right at the bottom of the stairs because we broadcasted right on the show floor of the store on Saturday morning, and it was so weird. Of people would walk in, and like it wasn't even happening. <laughs> there was a radio show going on, and they'd walk by like nothing was even happening, walking up to us, asking us where the certain cigar <laughs> brand was, and all. It was so crazy of what it did, but. Um, what else? Uh, you, you go on the chat box on the on the YouTube form? That's right. Yeah. Oh, well, not on YouTube, but on the Cigar Authority chat box. Oh, okay. So, Barry, help me with that. People are chatting on multiple things, right? Yeah, there's 
three ways that people could chat. They're chatting either on Facebook, they're either chatting on thecigarauthority.com, or they're chatting on YouTube. If you're chatting on YouTube, chances are you're chatting with Jonathan's brother. That's right. Sammy B watches the show. And he chats there. And I uh, I mainly chat on the thecigarauthority.com with Rudy, Jason, Joe Guts, and Dex, so on and so and forth. And there's no way to put everybody together, so we all chat together. No, I've tried to embed. You can't embed the Facebook onto this. The Facebook will never play nice with YouTube. Okay. So that won't happen. And tried to embed the YouTube onto the website, but it was very inconsistent. So now, Ed, we were talking about some new things to go on that automatically on the video of watching the show that these things would pop up. Most of them aren't automatic. Usually the show host is selecting what will go up there Ah. because you don't necessarily want all the noise. Yeah, the guy comes in and says, hey, what's up, bitches? You don't need to see that. (laughs) So often uh, the person who's actually doing the broadcast is managing which messages are being seen because they're the only one who's going to know what they want to respond to. Okay. So It's just because of three things, and you notice that Barry's always on the computer on here, and you can't see Ed off camera, but he's on a computer too. And looking at these things, if there's something there, we have to rely on them to say, oh, this person said this or whatever, if it's something How good. distracting would it be if you and I were paying attention to the dialogue? I can't that was do it. I can't, no. can't do it. I can't. No. I, you know, mostly the shows that use it are ones with very large live audiences, and that's the point of the show, right? Getting input from the listeners. So they're focused on that, and that is the show. Yeah, I, I hate to ignore the listener, but I'm counting on you you yeah. guys to do it, but it would be nice to have people chime in and stuff. I just can't chew gum and walk at the same time. <laughs> I can't do it. And you'd probably have to get some binoculars to see Right, it. right. Because <laughs> I'm looking straight ahead, and I can actually see the screen you guys are looking at, but it's far enough away. You know, I'm, I'm basically looking, looking at the clock to right. see, okay, it's time to go to the next segment. Yeah, mo- most of the guys doing it are broadcasting with a camera on their computer All right. and staring at their screen while they're doing it. All right. So, um, Rudy, do you light up along with us when you're watching the show? Yeah, every week. Nice. Absolutely. I, I actually held off on the care package for a while, but I'm in now, and I'm loving it. Yeah, we opened it up. Uh, we, we raised the price $5, and we said, okay, I'll take the hit yeah, for a lot more. You had such guilt, you made it a better value. <laughs> right, right. It's like, oh, I raised the price. I'm putting better stuff in there. Yeah. Um, I, I like the idea, as we're talking about this, that you would be smoking what we're smoking, so it's we can have the conversation, basically, uh, of you know when they say these crazy flavors and things that are happening, well, you, you can say, yeah. And that is, I think, something that makes this particular podcast unique. It's interactive in that a good portion of our audience is smoking right along with us. Right, the I, same cigar. Nobody else is doing that, to right. my knowledge. Yeah, and I, I, I hope it could continue with legislative, which you're going to hear on the after show, by the way. Yeah. The after show this week, we already did the after show before the show, so there's a heads up of what happened because we don't know if we're going to continue doing the show. Therefore, if we did the after show, we did continue after I said we're not going to continue if that's where right. this goes. I know you're not buying it. The whole thing could go dark. Shut I haven't said a damn blog. thing. I know what you're saying. <laughs> we'll I like see. It. I like that this becomes the final recording. Could be. It would have sucked if the after show was the final recording. Right. This is it. 
Could be. This is the end, my friend. How do you feel about that, Rudy? Uh, I'm less than thrilled. Um, <laughs> I do. Uh, I I do know there's at least a couple of reasons for you to stay on. And please tell me go because we're going to consider want. everything today. What do you got? So first of all, uh, as the ambassadors of the cigar industry, uh, I think you need to continue because we all need your voice. And I think your voice is heard, and so it needs to go on. Second of all, Mr. Jonathan, I'm surprised you're clapping. Because you're, 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 you're 100% right. All right. We're going to get into this in the, after the break of uh, what I feel about these guys and uh, why. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's been nice knowing you, Barrett. And a big reason why I put the show together, because I wanted a, really, I wanted a one-way discussion for me to be able to say what I have to say to the people that are into cigars. But go ahead. So, so the second reason that I think you should, should really stay on is you're calling yourselves the cigar authority. If you quit, anyone can step up and call themselves the cigar authority now, and you have no way of challenging them. You're talking his language so, right now. <laughs> you really need to stay on because if you're not the cigar authority, if you quit, Somebody else then you're leaving it open. That's a good one. That you are talking about. Yeah, yeah, I don't doesn't, like that. He doesn't like other people being <laughs> able to step on it. I used to like Rudy. I don't like him anymore. In, in the plus column for stopping, if we make that decision, we can all tell each other what we really think of each other. Yes. Wait. I think I think everybody's pretty open to that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can do that either way. Are you guys holding back? Because nope. I hear some, some raw shit on a daily basis. Um. All right. How about uh, your, your favorite segments, things you like? Uh, well, <coughs> you know, I, I, I really – one of my favorite segments from the past, of course, is Old Fart Freddy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I really wish that that could come back in some way, shape, or form. Um, but currently, you know, I, I think they've all been developed to the point where they're all really good. Uh Except for the, the ones where you have cigar news and Barry says nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> I got nothing. No news is good news. He told me he has news today, and uh, we're going to get deep into that in the after show because we already did it. <laughs> uh, but cigar news is pretty good uh, this week, or, or pretty pretty bad. <coughs> unfortunately, it, it, it becomes yeah, bad a good, news. A good news segment is bad news, bad unfortunately. News. Um, all right, we're smoking the Padron 80. Before we go any further, yeah. I want to give a shout-out to Carl Swinford, who's uh, yes. visiting us from Texas. From Texas. Which would be the longest <laughs> uh, longest drive it's a long for ride. our studio audience today. So yeah. appreciate that, Carl. Thank you, Carl, for coming up. Uh, Rudy, thank you for uh, 501 episodes with us. Thank you so thank much. You. And uh, you'll hear uh, in the rest of the show if this is going to continue or not. And I'm not even joking around, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up with it. But uh, we're going to take a break now, and when I come back, it's going to be the pros and cons of continuing this thing. Do we keep it going as is, change the day and time, take a little time off, and go out on top? Uh, we'll get to some mailbags that might help us make our final decision, uh, which we will make today. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. 
To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, 
The Padrón family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Rudy from the chat box up in Canada, where, yes, we celebrate Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Hanukkah. We even have electricity and the internet. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. And we're back with episode 501 plus. I don't buy it that they have all that stuff. Christmas. Yeah, you don't think so? Hanukkah. All right, we hold a racket. We did what I wanted to do. Should we continue? We're going to make that decision today. Welcome back, everybody. Well, to we, hold, we hold a record. We hold a lot of records. We don't hold all of the records. We don't. So that that is a uh, a con that you know we should continue to get to other things, uh, and we want to go through those pros and cons. I think you're doing it again. You're you're switching your your things like you do with the classic three way with the closest without going over. You're doing the Dave math. A con would be why we should shut it down. And a pro would be why we would continue going. Why we would continue is we don't hold all the records. and Which would you, be a pro. That would be for continuing. For continuing. Correct. You said Oh, con. I got you because I'm looking at it as a... I wonder... I'm going to go through the pros and cons that I may have them backwards. You probably well, do. It, it depends on what you want for an outcome. If okay. you want it to stop. Right. So we started in 2010 and... You got out after a short period of time, Jonathan. We talked about it last week. Quitter. Um, and then Tommy Grella got out, and I stayed on. I kept going because I had a milestone to hit that I wanted to do. That was the reason for wanting to do it. I want to be the best at everything I do or accomplish the goal I'm set to do, right? A business plan, right? The business plan yeah. was to get to where I am right now. That was the business plan. And then when you do it, that's it. So you're an athlete. You want to hit X amount of home runs to end up doing it. And after that, typically, 
they go away, right? They did what they had to do. They yeah. retire. And, and then retire and to retire on top as opposed to, you know, we become a, a crappy show and nobody's listening anymore and we're going to continue to go for what reason, right? Or you could sell the business. <clears throat> you could sell the business. You sold your business. Yes. You had a blog and you ended up selling it. Yes, I did. Would anybody ever buy a show that doesn't have these people on the show? I think so. Yeah? I saw Ken's yeah. eyebrows go up. Really? He's interested. It's interesting to even think about, you know, I built a cigar company that could be sold. Could a podcast be sold? Does anybody ever do that? Uh, Barstool Sports did for a billion dollars. Yes. Yeah, so everyone has a price, I suppose, <laughs> right? Maybe now there's a, a reason why not to shut this down. There might be a value to this. I didn't even consider that. So, Rudy, would you like to buy the cigar? Really? So let's, well, let's go to some of the uh what do you want to go? Pros or cons? You you pick, buddy. It's your show. Let's go to pros first. Uh, I meet great people doing this show. Uh, as much as I'm known in the cigar industry as being uh, a shop owner, uh, I've met so many more people of being the guy on the Cigar Authority. Even when we go to a trade show, yeah. they pull me aside. They pull us aside and end up saying, oh, my God, it's the guys from the Cigar Authority. And I'm like, really? That's who I am now. <laughs> 35 years of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and I'm the guy from the Cigar Authority. Um, there's more people that listen to the Cigar Authority than go into Two Guys Smoke Shop. I would be willing to bet that. Um, I love talking about cigars. That's what I do every day anyway, and I do this, and that's why I never quit on it. I actually like doing it. Um, people come see us. Look at We have a studio audience that, thank you, I'm blown away every single week that people show up. Uh, Walter, I didn't see you all summer long. I was getting nervous because you were always <laughs> here, but Walter stays away in the in the warm weather. Um, lots of emails and social media. At the beginning, there was nothing. Uh, nobody was uh, getting with us. Rudy was our only guy, and now there's tons. We can't even get to them. Can't even keep up. And I, we don't mean to, but I mean the show can't be just reading emails. Uh, but you do contact the people when they I when reach they do back it, right? out to them. Everybody, if they're asking a question, yeah. I answer it. Uh, we have uh, a lot of manufacturers and uh, listening to the show too, so they can hear my thoughts. I hear from them after the show. A lot of them end up calling me, "Boy, listen to this, whatever," uh, which actually is good information to me because they straighten me out if I'm a little off the thing no this is what i think's going on mm -hmm. and stuff which actually helps my regular business if i get good information uh some of which i can't share because i'm told not to and some of them i do and some mistakes i make and uh like i did in the after show right <laughs> <laughs> which we may or may not be able to edit i actually said a thing we'll talk okay uh it has helped my business uh, in the industry, and um, we got the Defense of Liberty Award. That was not Two Guys Smoke Shop. It was to the Cigar Authority yep. um, for alerting all the people out there of things that are happening. So it's a, it's a voice to our industry. Uh, international recognition of the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine Big, it means a lot to me, the recognition from my peers of that, um, and um, revenue that this did not start out to be a revenue thing, but the support from manufacturers uh, has been great. Um, and I ask you, you know, if you like the show, 
like the people that support the show because that that keeps it going too. Um, the care package members, that was a shot in the dark to say, is people listening care enough about it to smoke along with us? And the answer is we're, yes. We're only at a thousand, and that's only because we chose to cut it off. How many times? You know, each time the first time we ended up doing it was like in one week was three hundred and fifty something people signed up for a monthly thing, and I go, "Wow, that's an unheard of thing to end up happening." So they they care out there, and our success we've had on the show um, is every pro I can think of. Well, th- let's let's look at it like this too. Before we started the show, we were terrible, terrible interviewers, mm. and. The mark of a good interviewer is being able to get someone to say something that they don't want to say. Yeah. And I'm not going to mention the manufacturer like you did in the after show. Yeah. (laughs) uh, But there was a time when I asked a question that was good enough. I got a manufacturer to say something that they shouldn't have said. It was a pre-recorded interview and they asked me to edit it out. And I did because that was the right thing to do. But knowing that I had hit that benchmark and been able to ask a question so direct to get the, the correct answer. We've never made anybody cry. Like <laughs> you made I see me cry. When, when I've seen, yeah, off the air. <laughs> <laughs> but when you, you end up seeing somebody cry during an interview, when I, when I see that from an interviewer that doesn't, not in the cigar industry or something. Well, they're talking about the, how their uncle touched them or something. That's yeah. not, not going to happen in the cigar industry. <laughs> it could happen. Barry, could anything ha- you want to tell us? I think you might have just triggered a memory. Yeah. Then he got, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was the it. uncle that wouldn't touch him. <laughs> Uh, um, Nicholas Masola says that uh, a reason to continue is uh, without the show, there'd be nobody to listen to Dave's boring coin collection stories. See, yeah. <laughs> there is something to that. Not a boring. It's a, it's a, it's a terrible. <laughs> you are a good storyteller, but that story sucks. It's a true story. It's a true story is great, but it's terrible. And then Joe Gut says uh, TCA is a positive, energizing voice in the industry, and you advocate for the average cigar smoker, the retailers, and the manufacturers. You provide a great value, much like Rocky does in Washington, but yeah. in a different venue. Yeah. So, all good pros. Let's get into cons, why we should stop. Ten years without a Saturday off. So what? And, as retailers, right below us is the highest volume retail cigar store. And here we are, upstairs, where. I, I tell retailers how to be better retailers, and this ain't a way to be a better retailer. The action is going on down there where we should be. You're the manager of the store. I'm the owner of the store, and here we are up here doing this. Um, as far as it goes for you two guys, this is your day off, both of you. Yes. That this is your day off, and you know. Well, this is you can really leave anytime you want. This is really my casual overtime day because I put in four hours before <laughs> the show starts. But day off, um, and yep, and no, we could do other days. Yep, I don't I've know how, how no that weekend would be. getaway since I moved up here, right? So, so I, I hear you. Um, <coughs> with how cheap you are, I would think you'd want to do a midweek getaway. <coughs> Um, yeah, I'll miss Barry's coughing. <laughs> I don't hear it. Can you add that to the, uh, yeah. is that the, a pro? The pro, is that a pro or con? Yeah. yeah. Um, lots of extra work. This show is not by any means no work to, well, to let's get face it early in the early days, we would do about 10 hours of show prep. It would be almost two days yeah. of in your office working on the show for a two hour show. And now most shows we can, we can bang out in an hour. 
if we put our heads we, together? We can. I give him the show notes at the end, and Mr. Jonathan is the color commentator here. Most times, and it was nice today, I saw him actually looking at the show notes that he saw was going on, but a lot of times, you have no Look idea. Look at the show notes every time. You're not prepping. I'm prepping for the show. Barry's doing a little on on his ridiculous uh, <laughs> asylum segment that he spends all the time on. Uh, it's me that's putting not an hour. It's, it's hours worth. It's still lots of work to put it together. Um, and the question to me is, can we stay relevant? Because I'm not interested in doing something that is ir- irrelevant for the sake of, let's, I, I did it to 501, but to continue to do something that's not relevant, I don't want to get repetitive. I don't want to do, you know, how many times we're going to show you how to clean your lighter out? How many times we're going to show, you know, it's all out there. Do we have to be repetitive and do it? How much more? Two-hour show about rolled-up tobacco leaves. Two hours for, for over a 1,000 hours now we've done it. We're going to start being repetitive. We're repetitive every week. I mean, we take shots at Jonathan's sexuality. Same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. That's you. That's your only go-to. <laughs> so he's been joining me lately, though. He's been making some shots. Those are really my cons that I have, unless you guys have any other cons, and a lot of it was based on you guys, too. Uh, I'm not going to do the show by myself. I, I've tried that. It's so much easier to be talking to somebody along with Oh, you're saying that color commentary has a value? It has that- a value. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. If we keep going, are we going to get heat again? It's kind of cold. It's cold in here today, yeah. <laughs> yes, we have no heat, unfortunately. I feel like the heat has kicked wor- on. It's wa- it feels warmer in here. No, it's cold. It's going up? Yeah. What are we at? 66? It was 65, so All right. we're warming up. That was my only objection. All right. It's all the bodies in here we're raising. The- Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think another pro is that we're giving people – Another way to smoke cigars, because not everybody smokes cigars to pull out the flavors, and I think that that has a value to the average cigar smoker, having them pay attention to the cigar. Maybe they're not tasting what I'm getting, which is chocolate-covered pretzels with the salt on this cigar, but... (laughs) I'm with you. I'm still searching for the Chinese pea pod, so I've yet to... I'll tell you something. This cigar is strong. Oh, my God, is it strong. It is strong, but I'll tell stronger you, than I thought it was other, be. That's the other thing that's happened to me in 10 years. I've been able to smoke stronger cigars without much of a problem. This is strong AF, as Ed Sullivan would nine, say. Nine out of 10? Maybe nine and a half. Yeah. And I concur. I'm not struggling with it. I'm not they feeling never like go, I have to. They never go above my number. It's always below. I just I said say, nine and a half. I know. You went higher. I'm, bring, I'm bringing right. the attention to that because I would say this is the first time that ever happened. See, I, the show's evolving. Yeah. Let's not go that far, Ed Sullivan. This, this I agree 100% with Barry. I do not. <laughs> you so, know, I, I've been breaking balls the last few weeks about not wanting to do the show yeah. anymore. I, I want to continue to do really? it. Really? I enjoy the camaraderie up All right. on the stage. Because one of my big things I, is I don't want to put you guys. I just don't want to do it on Saturdays. All right. So my vote would be Thursdays. When did this become a democracy? It never did. It never did. <laughs> it is a democracy to to the final decision, which yeah. will be today. That we'll say this is what we're going to do. And then how it works here at Two Guys is I listen to everybody about everything. We're doing some business thing, and I ask to try to get as much information. And then I sit there listen to every objection, every pro, every con, then I make a decision. I tell everybody, this is the decision. Now prove this decision right. There's been, and I have to give Dave credit on this, there's been times when the argument has been 
so aggressive that I've closed his office door and he and I are screaming at each other. And then at the end he says, okay, I'm making my decision. And sometimes he goes the direction I like. Sometimes he goes the opposite, but we all get behind him. And get behind him. The secret of success. You know, closing the door doesn't help. We can still can hear still you. Hear you yeah. <laughs> You're awful loud. The way you talk to I'm me. I'm a projector. The way you talk to me. So, so, so Anthony says that we do have something to strive for and a reason to continue. And uh, it might take 500 more episodes, but maybe Jonathan will learn to retrohale. Ah. Mm. I'm not doing it with this. No? No way. This should be the one. No way. Um, You know, there's always new cigar smokers. I don't think a new cigar smoker jumps on the Cigar Authority. It's usually they're seasoned by the time they want to really start listening to podcasts about cigar smoking. I got got one exception to that. His name's Dave Copeland. He was thinking about getting into cigars, Googled us, or Googled it, saw the Cigar Authority, started listening. Found two guys smoke shop because he lives local, and he sits down in our lounge every single day, working on his computer. He's a writer, yeah, professional yeah, yeah, I writer. Yeah, I know you. Uh, yeah. So we created a cigar smoker with the show, and I'm sure it's happened that they're not customers of ours, but they're in some cigar shop across yeah. the country um, because obviously more listeners are not coming here than they come there. So. It, the allure a, of controlling fire, I think, is what drives us initially into smoking cigars. All right, let's get up to the matchup of the week. That is brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? And today, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger versus Sylvester Stallone today. At their age of today, these guys are fighting with each other. Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Sylvester Stallone in a fight. I got to go, Stallone. I Why? mean, he still got the roids going. Didn't he get busted just a couple of years ago? Yeah, probably for a movie, <coughs> right? He roided out for the movie. Maybe, but I... I so, so a roided guy is going to fight oh, better? The roid rage, yeah. Yeah? I'm well, going for that. Let's, Stallone's, Stallone's more roar. He's done the boxing movies. He can fight. Arnold Schwarzenegger's always... He didn't really fight. <laughs> no, but he took boxing to pull it off. He had to train somehow. And I think in an actual fight, he would win. If you're Arnold talking Schwarzenegger about, was Mr. Universe. If you're talking I want to go against guns and Terminator shape shifting included in it, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I want. So who's your what's your choice? If it's a fight, fight, fight. Stallone. Stallone. I want to. I want to. The little go, guy. I want to go against both of you so badly, but I've seen Schwarzenegger in person at the Padrone booth. Yeah, he's an old, broken down man. The <laughs> bodybuilding really took a toll on him. He was on roids, too, and now he's in the, the latter part of his life where- They his, both are. But his body's falling apart. Really? Stallone is still in unreal shape for his age. It's Stallone just because of the shape. And, and you got to give the reach to um, Schwarzenegger, but Stallone is still in- He's in better shape than most 40-year-olds. and he's an athlete. The other guy is ex, an actor. Ex-athlete. He was an athlete. Stallone yeah. was never an athlete. Th- that's the problem. He broke his body. He, he's a he's a he's a folded up, just crumpled old man. At you this guys point. win because it's three to one. But Arnold Schwarzenegger was an athlete. Was so but there's muscle memory. There's there's something. He to- never punched anybody. He lifted weights. If you could say, yeah, he, he has good technique on a bench press. I, I'd give it to you. But you're saying a, a street fight. So if he could, Stallone bench press lived on the street before Rocky. Pounds, imagine that five hundred pounds getting punched in the face 
with a, from a guy that was in the drama school. Schwarzenegger was never on the street. He lived his life in the gym. Stallone lived so on the street. So you wouldn't bet on a lucky break. You don't bet on a guy that lived in the gym in a no, fight. He no. lived in the gym. No. I'm going to lose you, you this watch, battle. But. You watch bodybuilders get their ass handed to them in the, in the ring all the time with the UFC well, Jim, early days. Jim Miller says if it's an argument, nobody would win. Nobody can understand what either one says. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a debate. It, it's a fight. <laughs> right. <laughs> well done, Ed Sullivan. That could be, they could make some money with that, those two really fighting or something. Yeah. That'd be good. Two old guys fighting with each other. And, well, but you think well so, I'd so. take the action on Schwarzenegger breaking his hip, getting into the ring. <laughs> I mean, Gary could probably put that together, right? I don't know. That'd be a good match. Gary the matchmaker. Yeah. A real Three celebrity step. death match to, yeah. to the finish. <laughs> I don't know about death, but somebody could break a hip. Um, all right. So what are our options? Our options are... Get out for a while while we're on top. And what do you call that on podcasting that people go- Hiatus. Go on a hiatus. Hiatus, yeah. And what would happen? Would we have to build our audience back up? Would it be exciting that we were gone for a while and we come back? Release the old shows for a while. Yeah. Have a nice little- Like a rerun? Yeah, like a rerun. You can do reruns? Yes. Hiatus. Hiatus. That's an option. Uh, Switch to day and time, like Barry said. How much would that hurt us? The bulk of the people listen and watch us after the fact. Monday is our biggest day, even though we're doing this on Saturday, and we could do regular retail business on on the busiest day of the week. Um, Shorten the show. Because we're doing two hours, it'd be imagine doing a one-hour show or less. How be, easy that be would just be! Just about done now. Standing on right. your head. Yeah, it'd be five minutes of show and twenty-five minutes of advertising. Is this show <laughs> too long? I don't think so. No. Two hours, man. And I didn't know any better. I thought that's what it should be. But most casts, most podcasts are much You've had a bunch of different goals over the years. Your initial thing was that most radio shows are at least two hours. The shortest that, ones are two hours, yeah. and then they go from there. So that was your initial goal, and you hit that goal. Uh, go bi-weekly or monthly. We could continue the show mm-hmm. instead of doing it every single week, which has been a drain. We do it every other week. We do it once a month. Terrible, stupid. Uh-huh. Well, keep keep well, Howard Stern's down to what three days now, or is it three hours, three minutes? He keeps cutting back. Yeah, we could do it bi-weekly and still have the four cigars from the care package. Those are the four cigars, right? right? You do it monthly. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Monthly, mm-hmm. we could do a four-hour show. <laughs> uh, we could keep going as is till we hit our next milestone. Ten years is going to be April fourth, twenty twenty. Uh, 10 years and two months. And why did we say 10 years and two months? Because there is a record out there that is 10 years and two months and hit the next milestone and then say, okay, we go bi-monthly or whatever, bi-weekly, monthly. Uh, That would be June 6, 2020. Just keep it going as is through the winter and then decide or, or make a decision now on that. Or just keep going forever until we tap out and say enough is enough. Those are the options that I can think of unless you have a different option you know, so you hit them all the reality of it is the show keeps going if one of us dies but if you die it's over you you could say let's keep this going on even in your, though i die in your memory because the plan is to keep my retail stores going after i die right so we'll just put a little in memory of David Garoff. Yeah, yeah. I just remember me once in a while or something. Remember him? 
No, yeah. I don't remember him too much. It, it, it'll be a fight because Jonathan will want first chair. But Jonathan we'll just, gets first chair. We, we keep the first chair open. We've seen me. what happens when you get first chair and I take my clothes off. Nobody <laughs> wants that. Yeah. Well, you're right. <laughs> you're right with that. Yeah, but do we want a show that just gets read every week? No, don't read. No <laughs> did, you hear, did you hear the question last week? The, the question of the week? Yes. Wow. That was, that was a brutal. listener that brought that yeah. on. And what do you want? We don't want you reading. That was Alex Acosta. <laughs> I yes, thought he was. was my friend. <laughs> there you go. Now but he is funny. Now we're learning stuff that's happening there. Okay. Uh, what are our final thoughts here on the Padron 80th Maduro? Celebration cigar for sure. Right on the cusp of too strong it, it, it is doing a great job of the strength builds and then it comes back a little bit then builds and comes back i'm getting that chocolatey flavor throughout and sometimes i'm getting that chocolate covered pretzel mixed in there with the salt it's very good and it's certainly a cigar worth the price tag the strongest padrone i ever smoked before um, there's one. I think there's one stronger, and you don't. You haven't smoked I'm, I'm it. I'm not often. usually into the 26. For some reason, this is different than the other 26. Which which one? The tubo? No, the 50th is it, definitely it, stronger than this. It's strong. The but one in really, the humidor. Oh, I don't know about that. It's strong, but it's not aggressively strong. No, it's it's not sharp. No, yeah, no it's very no smooth. Aggression. You wouldn't know, but the retrohale is extremely clean. It's just yeah. a good cigar. Perfect. Do a retrohale for old time's sake, in case this is it. Perfect. In case this is it. This would be perfect Freaking after a big steak dinner, for example. You know. Why do you breathe like that? Yeah, oh, I saw a little come out. Uh -oh. Come on, let it out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's going to Throw up. Throw He's going to puke. He's, He's going to puke. <laughs> come on. Uh, I really thought that was going to be the time that you puked. <laughs> I thought it was too. <laughs> I hate you both. Why do I do that? For old time's sake. For old time's sake. Now my heart hurts. <laughs> Wait, you have one? <laughs> All right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, the final decision. Will we keep this going or we'll stop on top? We're going to look at this. we got some letters in the mailbag that are going to help us along the way, too. Uh, that's the God news that you want to hear today. Um, and... Um, that's it. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars. As Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solara, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solara becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create 
this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at better cigar shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar. 
Pure Authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Okay, we're back with our number two in episode 501. We need to make a decision to keep going or not. We'll make a change here somehow. Welcome back, everybody, to Cigar Authority. I'm going to put the cigar down. I may go back to it later, but... Can't go back to it during the after show because... We already did the after show, which is another thing that... We were doing the show, and everything <laughs> was okay. Maybe we could just now keep doing at- the after show. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't think of that as an option. Yeah. Just huh? the after show? Yeah, those go quick. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to light up the second cigar, which has this tissue wrap around it, and this is part of the Cigar Authority <laughs> Care Package. Barry, tell me about the cigar. Well, today's second cigar is the Hightower by Jose Dominguez, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Jose Dominguez. The size is a 660, which is a 6x60, and it features a Maduro wrapper over the Dominican binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back the size, 660. Mm-hmm. While a box of 20 is $112.99, which is a savings of almost $19, or 14% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. At first, I thought there was no band on it. And now looking at it more closely, it appears that the there's some sort of laser or printing effect. Laser engraved. If, if Ed can zoom in on that, those that are watching on YouTube or on the Cigar Authority video portion of this show, you'll see uh, it's lasered in. Now, I don't know if everybody got lasered. Cigars? Yes, they're all branded, oh. lasered, whatever you okay. want to call it. From what I understand, there will be no more lasered cigars in the future because they were having a problem with it, and they said, in the future, we're not going to laser it anymore. Am I the only person who feels like we should be using quotes when we say the word laser? laser. <laughs> um, you guys felt it too, right? No, what happened is it was splitting between letters. As it lights up. So back in the day, the Oliva Master Blend 1 and yes. 2 used to have the little flowery design yeah. lasered right onto the cigar. And they stopped it, too. And they stopped it because of the damage it was causing to the wrapper. Yes. So I, I think they, they're feeling the same thing. So uh, you got a piece of history right here because the, the n- next ones are not going to have that. So you, you can get the one still with the laser on them at twoguyscigars.com. We still have them. We still have them. And as we announced last week. If you spend $75 or more at twoguyscigars.com and you put in the comment section 500 plus, spell it out, two cross middle fingers, whatever you want to do, 
You're going to get five free items. You're going to get a free Cigar Authority travel case, a free Jet Flame lighter, a free limited edition Cigar Authority patch, and another limited edition Cigar Authority cowbell, and a free flashlight so you can study the branding on the cigar. There we go. Five, five free, free items to celebrate 500 and now one episodes. Offers good only in the continental USA with the exception of South Dakota and Utah due to laws against it. Offer good until November 22nd or sold out. And in case of a sellout of a particular free item, something might be substituted. Right now, you should still be okay. And 500 episodes don't come around often or a deal like this. So go to twoguyscigars.com, buy $75 or more, buy a box of these, mix and match, do whatever you want. $75 or more from twoguyscigars.com. Put 500 plus in the add a comment section and we'll send you five free items. There we You're go. terrible at the time warp when you record something early because now it's going to sound like that was your idea. Or maybe you're not terrible. What do you mean? It's genius. Cross crossed middle fingers. Oh, because you... Because we did that already, and that was me. I was Whatever. paying respect to your... Whatever. Decent idea. He liked the idea of it. All right, let's give it a cut. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. By the way, you're seeing a Perdomo promotion going around at cigar stores across the country. I think there's maybe like 60 of them that are going on uh, in the month of November. Uh, what a deal. Check it out. Um, you can't beat it. We're killing it. Solid. We're killing it. Solid. Um, we don't do that online, though, right? No. No. So you got to go to the stores to do it. All the stores, there's a whole bunch of stores that are doing it. Um, that's it. So this is uh, the Hightower. Um, I'm getting uh, a little barnyard. Yeah, a little earthy component. Definitely there. earthy. Are you feeling okay? You've agreed with me twice. A little nutty. <laughs> I'm feeling a little nutty. <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today. With the black label flat flame, you do have to flip the top as a safety mechanism so the lighter doesn't light in your pocket. You draw the ignition back, and it lights a flat flame on the lighter. The, ver uh, the black label flat flame retails for $99.99 and does feature the patented Vertigo big-ass tank because black label Vertigo and Lotus are all part of the same company. Yeah, this is uh, you, paint, you paint it on. I remember this came out. This was all the rage when this first came out, but it's still a great lighter. Good thing it's a big-ass tank because it takes a while to light the 60 with the flat flame. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Six, 60 to me is not that crazy anymore. Yeah, 10 years ago when you started this or nine and a half years ago when you he started this. He wouldn't smoke them. Yeah. He wouldn't smoke them. I yeah. wouldn't smoke them until we started doing the show and kind of get used to it. They make a torpedo in this, too. So yeah. you can go to the torpedo, and you don't have to have the big cigar in your mouth if you like the flavors that are coming from this. There would be, uh, early on in the show, there would be manufacturers here, and they'd come on the show, and they would say, okay, I brought the samples I brought were 60 ring gauges. And Dave goes, nope, I'll buy the cigars then. And we'd go on the shelf, and we'd pull the cigars out that we were going to smoke so that it was less than 60. You were very against this. Yeah. Forget it, about it, when it the 70s little, and 80s came out. I still don't do the 70s and 80s, but a 60 ring gauge doesn't seem all that much to me. Like if I was holding a cigar in my hand, I'd say, what's this, a 54, 52? <laughs> but it's a 60. It doesn't seem big anymore. <coughs> but it's the same thing. 
So uh, you got some mailbags of uh, help us make our decision here. All right. So uh, Jerry writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. <coughs> Hello, Dave and the guys. I'm a cigar. <coughs> Sorry. You all set, buddy? No. <laughs> Stop inhaling. I'm a cigar passionado of 30 years, give or take. I've been listening to the Cigar Authority for probably a couple of years now. It's one of the highlights of my job as I usually listen to the podcast while I'm covering miles in the semi. I really hope you continue the podcast for at least another year. You see, I'm set to retire within another ah. year, and many of the things on my bucket list is to travel the country by motorcycle. One of my destinations is the Two Guys Cigars anniversary party, and stay <coughs> over to be an audience member of the Cigar Authority broadcast. Can he just be muted? Thanks to the guys, I've become acquainted with J.C. Newman and their Cigar Museum. That's another destination on my bucket list. Thanks for all you do for the cigar industry and for the entertainment and information. I wouldn't change a thing. You guys are the greatest. Signed, Jerry. Uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about him, but that's okay. That's um, J.C. Newman um, opens up, I believe, in February, the new museum. They're doing a lot over there. I can't wait to see it myself. Uh, really something to see. Uh, let's take a peek into the asylum, because I know Barry's been working on this for quite a while. I'm sorry. Sorry in advance uh, from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too <coughs> insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> Ever have that sensation after dinner that you need to pass some gas? You hope no one hears as you slowly release the fumes into the air, breathing a sigh of relief that it was quiet, only seconds later to be overcome with a smell not even a mother can love. You pray that it dissipates, but alas, it's silent but deadly. Your wife turns to you gagging like Mr. Jonathan retrohaling in disgust as you blame the dog. Well, worry no more about your methane cuddles thanks to French inventor Christian Puncheville, who has invented this. a pill to make your farts smell like chocolate and flowers. So, Mr. Jonathan, the next time you toss somebody salad... Be sure to stop and smell the roses. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. <laughs> it's a true story. It's a true story. No, I was saving this mailbag for later. <laughs> it's coming out right now, Barons. Submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And this was slated for later, Dave, but I have a couple more congrats right. ones. And Andres writes... Congratulations on the milestone you have reached with your podcast. I feel compelled to write to you to voice my support for you continuing to provide the great cigar-centric content via podcast. I religiously listen to you every Saturday once I can download the content. I live in Canada near Vancouver, British Columbia, and the cigar culture has been overshadowed by vegans and pot smokers. All power to them. I support a brick-and-mortar store, but here it is cost-prohibitive and limited in selection. Because of your podcast, I bought brands like La Galera, Aladino, Perdomo from the U.S. whenever I found someone able to return from a vacation and not have to pay the duty and taxes. Barrons, I have an observation, which is not meant to offend. Does he say Barrons <laughs> or Barry? Barrons. Barrons. 
As a journeyman electrician, when I was younger and for the past 23 years in a male-dominated emergency service organization, I feel I can say this. Your continued fixation on homosexual jabs at Jonathan's expense is not normal. <laughs> I'm definitely not normal. Yeah. <laughs> Methinks the lady doth protest too much. Go be with a man or something. Maybe that will help you get it out of your system and move on. Jonathan, stay strong. You've got my vote. I like your flavor descriptions and your de determination in continually defending yourself. If Barry gives you another shot about who you choose to dance with, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> remind him that you're not the one with the questionable wrist strength, when, or that you were the one with the questionable <laughs> wrist strength with a sledgehammer was placed into it. All kidding aside, thank you very much for all the hard work you guys put into the show. So I appreciate it. It is both entertaining and informative. Dave, your knowledge of this industry is amazing. I will definitely stop by your store when I get to your side of the continent in my travels. Cheers. I think he hit on me. <laughs> <laughs> you are homophobic. You're homophobic, right? You consider I'm, yourself I'm, or you just no, joke around? I'm Jonathan phobic. Yeah. I don't blame you there. <laughs> you bring it up an awful lot. Yeah, because he makes it so easy. Yeah. Low-hanging fruit, It's right? low-hanging fruit. <laughs> That's your wife giggling out there about <laughs> yes. the low-hanging fruit. Do you know something that we don't, Heidi? Do you have anything you want to share about Barron's appendages? No? No. Nope. <laughs> All right. She's, she's laughing awful hard. <laughs> All right. You got any more? Give me a good one because I want to make a final decision right now. All right. I know you guys broke my balls about reading, but this dude wrote a friggin' book. This is a good one. This is by, via snail mail. Regards. He mailed it to you. He mailed it to us. Okay. Yeah. And Matthew writes, I cannot adequately express my gratitude for the enjoyment I get from your show. Thank you for your service to our great country. I often service. receive sim similar sentiments from people having served 34 years in the military. Mm. After a severe firefight in Ramadi, a lengthy chase of drug runners and ending in exploding boats and handcuffed perps on the deck in the Eastern Pacific or a five-day race to rescue 27 people trapped in the Antarctic ice. The reward is a relaxing celebratory cigar and more often than not, a cigar podcast to escape reality. Wow. I've listened to Dog Watch Cigar Radio and Blown Smoke in the past, both extinct, but the Cigar Authority is my favorite. Bravo. <laughs> Moreover, the duty... We in the serv service feel to protect and serve our country is not for whatever hot-winded politics happens to be blowing, but liberty and freedoms that show that shows such as the Cigar Authority represent. As you approach your 500th show, congratulations on the anniversary. I implore you to actively actually consider your duty to us, the cigar smokers of the country. Don't tell me you appreciate my service. Demonstrate it through continuation of the show. Wow. <laughs> we in Holy the service wow. are always prepared to be replaced and train our reliefs and to continue with the mission. If the preparations of the show become overwhelming, buckle up, press on, man up, and if necessary, train your relief. Do not compare yourself to another podcast that achieved 500 shows, but compare yourself to a show such as The Tonight Show. Unlike that show, you go further in providing information, entertainment, witty banter, and escape. Steve Allen, Jack Parr, Johnny Carson, Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien, and Jimmy Fallon, The Tonight Show is still going strong. You can do it. Beat their longevity. You're on the right track with your surveys that allow you to make changes, experiment with ideas, to retain a fresh format, and ever-increasing your entertainment value. 
If the men and women in the armed forces stated that they were going to quit because we'd run out of ideas or it was just too laborious, where would we be? You are part of why we fight and die. Holy Make our mackerel. sacrifices. Are you kidding me? I think he just made the decision for I, you. <laughs> Make Holy. our sacrifices worthwhile. And the next time you say, thank you for your service to a member of the armed forces, ask yourself, what have I done for my country? I'll tell you, if you haven't recognized it yet, you're producing the Cigar Authority. Dave, Jonathan, Barry, and Ed, thank you for your service. Your devoted listener, Matthew R. Walker, Captain USCG, retired. Wow. wow. Hell of a letter. Jesus Christ. He mailed it to you. We're saving this one. Are we finished? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, put that in your man. pipe and smoke yeah. it, Mr. Garofalo. Wow. Yeah, I don't think you could pull the plug now. I, you have I a think duty. Th- I, that's got to be real. Jonathan wouldn't have taken the time. No, he couldn't. He doesn't know some written. of those words. You had to look them up. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew, I don't know what to say. Jesus, wow. Uh, <laughs> Dave, I'm crying. not crying. You're did crying. Get, did we get our first cry on the show? <laughs> no, that's crazy, man. Uh, yeah. Well, the number that's one a, requested you go thing that? in the service is cigars. That's what yeah. they ask for. So if they have downtime and they're smoking a cigar, what better thing to do with a couple of hours off is smoke a cigar along with us? I get it. So I guess our two hours sitting here on our ass having coffee and smoking a cigar. <laughs> Telling dick and it, fart jokes. Right. It, it, it's, it's not that difficult. We're saving the country somehow. And of course for you, it's all about the dick. <laughs> jokes. I'm going to give you this email and you can just reread that. <laughs> and for you, Barry, it's all, all about the fart stories. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Wow. All right. I'll make the final decision now. And it's based on that. How can we stop doing that? People are counting on us. So here's the thing. We'll do, and based on what, um, for Barry, for his days off and all that, I'm going to say we'll go 10 years and two months without making a change. After 10 years and two months, we're going to change the day. We'll still do the show, but we'll change the day. For how long we'll do the show, it'll be determined or something, but we'll go 10 years and two months, still doing Saturday. So June, <coughs> June something. June 6th. June 6th. Wow. Keeping track of that, huh? <laughs> you said it in the after show. Yeah. Uh, June 6th, we'll keep it going till then. On Saturday, after June 6th, we'll switch the day of the week to make it so that oh, you that guys Oh, that is D-Day. That's my mother's birthday. Thanks, Sam. There we go. So I was hoping we were going to make the switch to Thursday, starting this Thursday, but I'm going to, I'm going to need December 7th off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you wanted the show to be canceled so you could take a day well, no, off? so I wouldn't have to ask for the day off. <laughs> so, so you're taking Pearl Harbor day off. Yeah, my wife is renting a van, and we're going to take my nursing home out, my... My mother-in-law out of the I was going to say, did anybody make any personal changes based on we haven't made the decision? The answer (laughs) is yes. (laughs) Because this really wasn't, there was so many people on on social media saying this is bullshit, just a thing. But no, we really, let's go live here and and make a determination. But if there was ever a determination, it was was Matthew's letter that just happened that you got to be well, kidding and me. And apparently we can never stop or the, con- I don't know, the country falls apart. Well, at the end of it, he said retired. So he retired, 
So right. we can retire too sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, we got to train our replacements. Right, train the replacements. Yeah. Of what it is, so that's the, the, the that's the final decision. Yeah. Do you have you guys any idea? Okay with the final decision? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Because do you have any idea how right? difficult it's going to be to train somebody on Dave Math? It's a, it's a, it's an impossibility. Well, he's tried with the assholes, and I I listened to it, and I'm like, yeah, they're not ready for prime time yet. Yeah, but they're getting better. They're getting better. Um, Dave, I'm going to need March 7th off. <laughs> All right. Dave, I'm going to need We're June gonna, I'm going to have to get off. the calendar out after because here's, nobody was saying anything because, no, it could have been, this could have been it. There's yeah. no point in bringing it up if we. Right. Yeah. As Barry said, you know, I'm, wait till after asking a question. I'm so. going to need June 6th off. Just write that down on your. Uh, yes, the, the last day, right? Of course. <laughs> As I was expecting, anyway. Uh, thoughts here on the Jose Dominguez high tower? I'm just getting started with this thing. You guys have all had burnt ends. You got the char component of the burnt ends. You had a little spicy barbecue sauce that's not too vinegary, more on the spicy side. And I think you got this. Compared to the Padron we just smoked as a nine, nine and a half in strength, three? <laughs> Dramatically less. Maybe three and a half if you're pushing it? <laughs> I'd say five. So this is I, straight medium. I smoked this yesterday as my first cigar of the day, and it was um, for tomorrow's featured review on on the Cigar Authority. Okay. Com. it was a lot stronger yesterday than it is today. <laughs> yeah, but because of what we smoked right. before. So yesterday, I would have said this was like a seven or eight all day, but no, it's like a three or four compared to the Padron. Yeah. So the answer is probably five, where I laid it up in the first place. But we'll see. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, what's up in the cigar industry and what's coming up in future episodes of the Cigar Authority? Um, we, we can actually call somebody to have on the show next week. I know they're coming to town, and we'll lay this up. We'll tell you about that and more. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, so there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. 
since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. Bubbles, bubbles. I'm J.R. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back. And we'll remain back for the next eight months. Eight months? Six, seven, eight. Eight <clears throat> months. Uh, and continue even after that. But we're going to stay um, 
with the same time, same everything, and then on in June, after June 8th, we'll change to June a different 6th. date, of June 6th, to a different date and time. That's what we got. Um, and I want to mention the shirt I'm wearing here today. I'm wearing a Dueling Comedian shirt. And this is a podcast that happens here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, where two comedians duel with each other and there's a champion. Uh, I got a call last week from Jim McHugh. He runs the Boston Comedy Festival, and he does this every year, almost like a dueling comedians type of thing. It's been going on for years, where they have seven different nightclubs that have um, comedy competition coming down to the very end, which is going to be tonight where a comedian wins $10,000, which is a lot better than the, the prize that they win on Dueling <laughs> Sometimes Comedians. they get a sticker or a coveted trophy. Right. Um, they're going to win $10,000. Or they get robbed, like in my case. <laughs> the, uh, they, they're having uh, tonight uh, Emo Phillips, if you remember Emo Phillips, mm. the comedian. Adi Lang, who was on uh, Stern. Stern. And uh, Gene, he's the voice of uh, uh, the guy on Bob's Burgers, the the uh, cartoon on TV. Um, they'll be there hosting the championship tonight. And Jim McHugh called me up and said, will you be the judge? The judge. The judge. You're going to be the guy who decides who makes $10,000 tonight. Right. <laughs> so I said, of course I will. I don't know why. Uh, Fucking balls on you, man. Yeah, the answer <laughs> is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. So tonight, 8.30, Somerville Theater in Somerville, Massachusetts. Uh, Somerville Theater is uh, a theater. Big, big room. Mm, 900. Yeah, 900. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to leave here and go there. And uh, I, I don't know why I'm the right guy <laughs> for it, but um, I'm honored to be asked, and I will do it. Are you well, from Somerville? You had a shop? I had a store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a store in Somerville. That was would, our first two-guy smoke shop. I would have thought they would have had someone like Laugh Track Larry, except he has, a, he has a history of treating people unfairly on the show. Disqualifying well, him because he doesn't like a certain topic. I believe topic. Jim McHugh was on that show and maybe lost. He did. He did. So maybe <laughs> that was the reason. I don't know. But anyway, uh, honored to be asked, and I, I will do it. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you about it next week who won and how that went. Uh, right now, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. And first, we'll start local. The state of Massachusetts has seen the state house pass a bill that would ban all flavored tobacco. It's happening everywhere. The ban includes mint and menthol, meaning it will include menthol cigarettes on top wow. of flavored cigars. The Senate will now vote on it, but they have until November 20th to do so before they adjourn for the year. Imagine Cools and Newports banned from Massachusetts. All that is doing is driving that those sales into another state. Yeah. We're seeing it now. I mean, we get With the vape. 50 calls a day. Yeah. And another 50 people walking into the store. It's 100 people leaving the state of Massachusetts to make a purchase in another state. While they're here, they're, getting, they're gassing up. They're buying little trinkets. Restaurants, TV, everything. They're yeah. going out to eat. And uh, earlier this year, a slew of bills was submitted that looked to raise the tobacco purchase age to 21 years old. 
One of those bills, H.R. 2339, has passed a subcommittee hearing and included is language is a provision that would ban online cigar sales. Everywhere in the country. Everywhere in the country. According to hearing notes, bill sponsor Frank Pallone, a Democrat in New Jersey, has agreed to talk to Republican representatives Kathy Kasser and Donna Shalala to change the language and maybe protect online premium cigar sales. The bill's scheduled to go to a vote to, at the full committee, and uh, we'll talk about that. Well, we already talked about yeah. it in the, the after, after show, show, which we already did. We go deep into this. Mm. Very important subject mm. because it's important to the Cigar Authority. Mm. We're saying, do mm. we continue? We are going to continue. Mm. But this would actually shut us off uh, of the show sure. also. It would. Because nobody can advertise anymore and promote tobacco products, which yeah. would be what we do. So, yeah. And if, that, if the bill passed as it was currently written, uh, all advertising would have to stop within one year of the bill, and all online sales would have to stop within two years yeah. of the bill. They can speed it up, but it would have to be within that time frame. To get rid of your product that you're sitting on. Yes. And new to twoguyscigars.com is the Aladino Corojo Reserve Number 4, a Corona-sized cigar. Uh, so get them now at twoguyscigars.com before Jonathan smokes them all. What is with that? Is it really that there's a finite number that they made, or is it a finite number a year they make? It's a one-time production, 800 boxes. It's called Our Cuban Heritage, and next year they will release another size. One time. One time in their Corojo Reserva line. I'm going to have to buy 10 boxes. I told you today when you were saying, I have this, I said, well, get them now. That's it. I don't always believe what you say because of the whole Dave math thing. You and could have been just pushing me to make a purchase. And the biggest breaking news is during the commercial break, I reached out to uh, Nesta Miranda, who will be in New England next week. Yeah. And since the show is going to continue, he will be joining us Perfect. live on the show. Perfect. Because uh, the Don Lino Africa, right? That's the big talk yep. of what's going on. Yep. It's actually shipping on Monday. Uh, we will have them here uh, at events in Salem on Saturday with Nesta Miranda. All right, perfect. And we can have him on the show. Also next week is the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. So we haven't mentioned that or anything because, again, we didn't know if we are going to do a show. But that, that Cigar of the Year thing continues. I've been doing it since 1992. And these will be the contenders. One of those contenders will become the Cigar of the Year, which we'll announce at the end of the year. But um, the contenders will come out next year. So we have Nestor on the show. We'll put him on at the beginning segment. Then we'll go into the contenders mm -hmm. uh, because maybe they don't have a cigar in the bunch. Maybe they do. We'll see next week uh, when it comes to that. So uh, 501 episodes today. Uh, thank you to all the people listening, watching, sharing, reviewing, rating, all that stuff um, because it, it certainly – made us continue i mean it's that's a big part of the show because you see if we were at the early stages when nobody was watching except rudy and stuff we would have gave up so yeah. it keeps us going to see yeah rudy see. doesn't have the weight that that letter had <laughs> it's not nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor rudy so you got some things here in the uh, mailbag i certainly do Scott writes through the Contact Us page. Hey, guys, I've been a cigar smoker for the past five years and have been listening to the Cigar Authority podcast since June of this year. Congratulations on hitting 501. I love the show, especially all the ball busting you guys do. Like you mentioned on episode 500, the show is like hanging out with friends. I've been in live TV and radio broadcasting for 16 years. Wow. I understand how, after almost 10 years, you could get burnt out. 
I'd love to help out with the show. The problem is I live in Northeast Georgia, so I'm not sure how I can help other than give you some encouragement. What y'all do is mm. important to the cigar industry. You're a positive voice in an otherwise negative narrative. Thank you for all you do. And if there's any way I can help to keep you going, I'd be happy to help. Stay smoky, friends. Signed, Scott. Very nice, Scott. So there's new people coming on. And we, we see it with the, with the – Ed gives me the information every, every month. Uh, here's where the show is going. And honestly, I mean, the show continues to grow. Yep. But trees don't grow to the sky. There's going to be a point. There's only so many cigar smokers. And, you know, that's when it starts going downhill is when you <coughs> want to start saying, okay, you know – I just don't want to be that that box boxer that should have gave it up right. a long time ago. It's, it's better to quit too soon than too late. <laughs> yeah, but I'll miss uh, Barry's coughing and stuff. But we'll just have to get we'll just have to get through that. It's been worse than ever. Read a, a meal bag. I legitimately think I'm getting sick. Yeah, yeah. Think I got what Freddie had. All right, all right. Rolf writes through the contact us page of thescarauthority.com. Congratulations and a plea. Greetings and salutations, Cigar Authority. Congratulations on reaching the 501 milestone. You have reached the top of all cigar-related podcasts. And now for the personal plea. Please do not stop recording the podcast. Well, we're, we're going to continue. I'm a longtime listener and have sent a few messages to the podcast and love the show, more so when Mr. Jonathan is absent. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. Yeah. I'm done reading this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was a longtime listener of another cigar related podcast, which decided to pack it up not too long ago and would be lost without your podcast for my drive to and from work. Your insights on cigars and the cigar industry are incredibly insightful, entertaining, and oftentimes intrigue me to find a new cigar which was featured on the Cigar Authority. Congrats again on reaching 501, and I'm hoping and praying that you will continue for at least another 501. Signed, Rolf. Yeah. Insights are often insightful. They're insightful? Yeah. yeah. Did you say that email was from Rolf? Rolf. That was the dog in the Muppets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it Ralph or Rolf? Rolf. R-O-L-F. Really? Yes. It's, so it's, not, it's yeah. not bad enough that he writes in and rips me to shreds. You guys have to be dicks to him, too. Yeah. And I never heard that name before. He'll still end up hating I you. I thought you were just embarrassing right. him. You know, like a Barons, because that no, ain't his name. Ger right? German. Yeah? Rolf. Yeah. Okay. I don't know it. It's legit. Don't worry. All right. It is time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, how much? Did I, I don't know if I said this one before. Stop me if I did. $100. And what I want to do is actually get some of these things that I said and you said you're going to do and record them. And put them on YouTube of these things. You said you're going to do them, so let's do them, including the tennis racket thing mm -hmm. and all this. I got to do it now because we're going to continue. This one's going to be easy. He's going to offer us the $100 to continue doing the show. $100 to let, pass. Dave, <laughs> let Dave pin a note on your chest. An actual pin, and we can sterilize it or whatever, but I'm going to write a note, and I'm going to get the pin, and I'm going to stick it on you, pin it on your chest. Through the nipple? No, right on the uh, chest. I'd be all in if it was the nipple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pin a note on your chest. Where is the nipple? And we can video. We can. <laughs> yeah. He touched his nipple. You folks. know, just you make know sure. what? That guy might have been right. It kind of felt good. <laughs> <laughs> just did it go move? with it. Did it move? It did. All right. 
I am pin. deathly afraid of needles. I'm out. It's not a needle. It's a pin. It doesn't matter. I, I pass out giving blood. I'm out. Pin a note to your chest. Be, be a nice video. My only problem is that you, you reneged when I poured the water down my pants. That was bullshit. So that's, I'm trying that's to think of what, what kind of nonsense could you play with the pin. Or it wasn't deep enough. You didn't let I'm me doing hit it. it. I'm doing it. You, you can't control how hot or low. Well, and that's the but other it's gonna, problem. It's going to be one of those pins with the head on it. A so push I can pin. only go push, push pin. Is that what that's so you, you can you can only go into so some far. sort of artery or uh, something in my chest. It's so little. I, I was hoping it was a sewing needle. No, no, little push pin, I guess. <laughs> We're off the nipple, Barry. It's not going in your nipple. <laughs> Is that the one with the little colored ends yeah, of it? Yes. Push pin, yes, exactly. No, push I'm pin. Out. I'm not letting you do it's it. It's out of course. No. All right, so that's the end of that. But I want to get some of these things and we do it and we do a Sammy little Sammy B, let him pin a, knee, a a pin into your chest. So he do it, okay. So true story. What he's not telling you is he has a, a nervous reaction when someone stabs him. He punches them. It's not good. So true story. I had to go give blood, and so I went to the place where they draw blood, and I got to the point where I was about to go out. They had to kick a pregnant lady out of the chair so I wouldn't pass out. <laughs> so giving blood. A true story, yes. Huh. Wow. Gary the barista has a problem with the needles, too. Doesn't like the needles. Punches bricks with his bare hands. <laughs> Has a problem with a needle. I have no problem with needles. I'm just not letting you do it because I don't trust that you're going to pay me the hundred dollars out. I'll put the hundred dollars in your hand before I do it. Then you and I'll just to- take it out of your paycheck if you, <laughs> if you don't let me do it. <laughs> well, I got to back up. Give the hundred to Laugh Track Larry. He's I don't trust the I don't trust him either. No? No, he robbed me on that podcast. <laughs> Everybody told me I was funnier than that guy. Okay. Uh, Sean writes through the Contact Us page. You cannot stop this podcast after episode 501. Is this our buddy Sean Rogers? No. Oh. I uh, just discovered the podcast and vodcast this year. I deserve 10 years, too. Oh, yeah. This is one of the most entertaining podcasts available, right up there with Adam Carolla. And if you would be leaving a void if you stopped. So we're keeping it up. But we're not doing no 10 years, I'll tell you that no, right now. No, we're better than Adam Carolla. Yeah? Yeah. He's he's killing it, man. He's uh, he's the oldest podcaster, right? No. No? No, he's been doing it quite a while. Yeah? He's killing it. All right, let's do the classic three-way. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Okay, I got four questions and one tiebreaker. Who's our champion? I think it's Sullivan. Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, November 16th, that's today. We're going to talk about two beetles and a penguin. Three questions, uh, four questions and a tiebreaker. No, nah, three questions and a tiebreaker. I'm sorry. Three questions and a tiebreaker. Two beetles and a penguin is what we're doing. Danny DeVito penguin? We'll see. Bridges John- Meredith? John Lennon released Mind Games. The album. 
today, what year? Uh, 1972. 72, he says. It's the same year that Elvis came back, 1968. 68. 73. 73. We got two points for Barry Stein. Two points, Barry Stein. 73 is correct. Over to you, Mr. Jonathan. Paul McCartney releases Wonderful Christmas today. Oh, I hate Simply that. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Two Beatles, right? So I did a John Lennon, a Paul McCartney. Two Beatles yeah, and a we, Penguin. We, we see what you did there. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite Christmas songs, by the way. One of your favorites? Yeah. And oh, Ed hate and Jonathan it. hate it. It's going to be uh, 1975. 75. 77. 77. 79. 79. Somebody has two points. Ed Sullivan, two Damn points. It. 79. Ed Sullivan, two. Barry, two. Mr. Jonathan, zero. Last question over to Barry Stein. Unless we need a tiebreaker. Burgess Meredith, the Penguin. Or the two trainer Be- in Rocky, which would tie into your challenge from earlier. But two Freddy Beatles Kirk. and a penguin. Burgess Meredith, American actor, the penguin in Batman, and he was in Rocky. Born in Cleveland, Ohio. He died in 1997, but he was born today. What year? Died in 97. Died in 97. Born Nin- today. He's 106. 1906. 06. No 1917. 17. I actually meant to go 1919. 1917. Barry, do you want to just oh, 1907, and died in 1997. We got to go with your first answer. <laughs> yeah, you got it, Barry. You're the champion. At episode 501, when we broke the record, you are the champion of the Doesn't record. Doesn't mean shit. No, it's no. the last of the it's year. The last, of the, year. the last of the year that matters. That's all that matters. That's why That's Jonathan he studies. Yep. I love how the last of the year only matters because I said it did. I yeah. Know. I made a big deal about it. Now everybody wants to be the champion of the year. I don't. I, I, you was, I was saying it, making fun of you, so. <laughs> Whatever. So my cigar went out. But I got so, the flat flame. You got the flat flame. Uh, George Tapas does send us congratulations on 500 and 501. Thank you, George. Uh, big listener. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, we got Jim Miller. Congratulations. I recently found you, and if I don't watch live, I listen to the podcast while I'm en route to work. Sincerely, a loyal listener, Jim. All right. You got any more you want to bang out here? Uh, the rest of them are questions, but this right. one it pertains to someone in our audience. Matthew Tobacco writes. Yeah. Hey, guys. I know that Ventura has dissolved, but I was curious as to what will become of their brands. Well, they have not dissolved. Is that what it you- de- It depends who you ask. So- Let's ask Barry Stein, who has used the word dissolve <laughs> so before. When he, he did in his when thing, it, and he got a lot of shit for that. When, so. it, when it happened, multiple people who were associated with the dismissal said that they were dissolving the company. So they must have been told that in some way. Right. Uh, Rachel McKennett, who does the marketing for them, asked me if I can change the title to the article to Dissolves Salesforce. Uh, so out of respect to her request... 
I changed the topic to dissolve Salesforce. So it really depends who you ask. The, the real story will be in a year. Once they sell through inventory, will they continue to make said inventory? Yeah. So who's going to be the Salesforce if they just dissolve the Salesforce? Uh, they kept the guy in Chicago, and they kept the guy in Texas, and they kept Giannini. They took Giannini in, and then they dissolved the Salesforce, yes. which was the weirdest. Right. What's up with that? So they, is someone else going to do the distribution, you think? No, they're one of the biggest distributors in the country. They're part of Cretec. Right. And um, they have a big part of the TPE, which is in late January, mm -hmm. and I'll get all the information from that uh, as I'm going to the TPE. Uh, looking forward to it. And I hear uh, from a lot of other retailers that never went before, everybody's saying they're going. Cigar Media's going. There's mm -hmm. a lot. This is going to be a lot to be said about. Uh, yeah, we had a conversation yesterday with Dion from Illusion. Yes. He's been going. It's in his backyard. Yeah. He's been going for he, years. Yeah, which I had no idea. And he says, no, it's actually pretty good. And getting better and better. So let's see what uh, TPE is. Since it's continuing, the Cigar Authority will cover that, right? And if you listen to the after show, you'll hear something I shouldn't have said uh, concerning. Maybe, unless you check it out and have Ed so mad. Run it as it is, whatever, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, the after show, we're going to talk about um, these new bill that's out there to shut off uh, mail order and to shut off. Um, the advertising of tobacco products, including cigars, which could put an end to cigar podcasts. Yep. It could put an end to cigar magazines, yep. as our friends at Cigar Journal. Uh, they do publish in other countries, so they could continue there. But I got to imagine their biggest market is the USA, even though it's a European company. Yep. Branded cigar T-shirts would go by the wayside. Yeah. So, but all we'll discuss swag. it. Yeah, we'll yeah. discuss it. it. It all comes on there. So uh, final thoughts here on the Jose Dominguez Hightower. It's very meaty. It's very meaty. I, I'm, I'm still stuck on the burnt ends and the and the spicy barbecue sauce. What I'll tell you to get out of this is two hours easily. This is a two hour smoke, not a one hour smoke. Yeah, as the second cigar today, I'm really digging it. It's, you know, it's nutty. I got the the burnt toast, and you know, it, it's actually a really enjoyable cigar. I got a little caramel type of flavor, caramel melted caramel. Like you put on ice cream or something. Or perhaps the sweetness in a barbecue sauce? No. Well, you're kind of different. You, yeah. You're, you're, more, you're more with spices that are happening. You mentioned vinegar and all that. I don't get any of no that. No vinegar was my point. No? Not that there was vinegar. It's a vinegar-less barbecue. Oh. I never had one without <laughs> vinegar in it, so I wouldn't know. But it's caramely. Do I got caramel? Anything? Anybody? No. No? No? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, that's it. Uh, that is it for episode 501, which is really 506 or whatever. We're going to stop counting. Thank God. <laughs> uh, and we will continue. And joining us next week will be Nesta Miranda and the new Don Lino Africa will have. And uh, the contenders for the Cigar of the Year, the best cigars that came out this year, We'll start with uh, selling those contenders pack and figuring out what the Cigar of the Year is going to be. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the last two hours, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.